What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome to Creature Feature, production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host of Mini Parasites, Katie Golden. I studied psychology and evolutionary biology, and today on the show, pink! All the fabulous fuchsias, the prettiest pink found in nature. Pink is sometimes maligned as a frivolous color, but as we'll find out, nature takes its pink very seriously. From camouflage to ambushes, river battles, and poison, we're taking a look at the dark side of pink. Discover this and more as we answer the age-old question, should you stop to smell the flowers or stop before smelling the flowers? Joining me today is friend of the show, my friend, host of the podcast that, hey, I am also on co-hosts, one might say, of Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, Secretly Incredibly Alex Schmidt. Welcome! (laughs) I think the color pink would be a good topic, and it's great to find out about it through animals right now. That's so exciting. Yes. And and always great to be here. Thank you. Yes. Well, we should do like a Secretly Incredibly Fascinating on the color pink, maybe. Yeah, there's that thing I've heard from the internet that it was once considered a boy's color before it was considered a girl's color, which is neat. Yeah. And uh, beyond that, I don't really know much about it. Yeah, we should do it. Uh, I'm going to keep like just ambushing you with pitches for the show on live air (laughs) continually, make you feel awkward about (laughs) it. (laughs) You should. Here's what you do. When we look at each other on Zoom, you get a bunch of like lamps set up, right? Mm -hmm. And then the bulbs are pink tinted and you have like pink gels, you know, and you just gradually increase the pinkness of the room to incept me into saying, oh, a pink topic. Pinkception, yes. Another Christopher (laughs) Nolan movie. Yeah. So this week, in honor of the Barbie movie, we are talking about the color pink. Now, I don't think either of us have seen the Barbie movie yet. Uh, I'm actually supposed to see it tonight. uh, So I am very excited. Nice. I... So I'm going I, in. I there. haven't seen that, and I also haven't seen Oppenheimer. Right? Oppenheimer. Nice. There we go. There we go. Like a pink, 
mushroom cloud from a horrible nuke. No, I've also not seen yes. Oppenheimer. <laughs> I'm planning actually to turn this into a bit of a Barbenheimer. Not this episode, but next episode, I will talk about explosive animals. So get ready for that. <laughs> but yes, so there will be no Barbie movie spoilers in this simply because I cannot, because I do not know any spoilers. Uh, we're just talking about yeah. how pink is an underrated color in the animal kingdom. Yeah, I I don't know of a lot of pink animals, I guess. I guess a flamingo jumps to mind. Yeah. That's about it. Who we're not talking about because that one's too obvious. Uh, so we are talking about animals <laughs> that I'm hoping, well, you may have heard of a few of these, but I'm hoping some of them are at least new to you. So first, Alex, did you know there is a tiny pink polka dotted horse that lives under the sea no that should that should have been the the third movie in the triple feature there we go <laughs> you know yes so there is a teeny tiny polka dot pink polka dot uh teeny weeny seahorse called the pygmy seahorse and just look at this thing so cute <laughs> It does. It has like a baby horse face, yes. if that makes sense, which is extra cute. Very into it. It looks like the My Little Pony version of a seahorse. It's very, very cute. Uh, it is found in Southeast Asia in the Coral Triangle area. And there are actually a few oh. species of pygmy seahorses, all very tiny, all very cute. And some of them are pink. And they are about half an inch to an inch long or about 15 to 25 millimeters. Uh, because they're so tiny and snackable, the, they like to mimic the color and texture of the coral that they hide in. So when you look at a thing sense. of coral, you may not be able to see these little guys, but they're in there, hidden away secretly. Even just the location, the coral triangle is cute. I've yeah. never heard of that. And great. It sounds and it made contains, up. It contains literally My Little Pony. Great. Yeah. Really good. It sounds uh, like a made-up cartoon city for a little cartoon My Little Seahorse. And yeah, but they, they are so cute. They're very pink. They have these pink bulbous polka dots. So when I say polka dots, they're actually three-dimensional polka dots because they're kind of bulbous, which helps them fit in with this uh this coral that is very it's oh, very yeah. bulbous it's pink but interestingly some of these species of pygmy seahorses actually will change their color based on the coral that they live on so a young pygmy seahorse will settle on some coral it will sense the color of the coral and over a few days they will alter their color and their texture to match the coral. So this means that the same species can come in a range of colors from red to orange to yellow to pink. So, oh man, there's a whole like rainbow of them. This rainbow. is, this is yes. I, forget a triple feature. I just want to see this movie instead of either of the famous ones, right? Like, come <laughs> on. Even even the, the three-dimensional polka dots look like the candy dots, yes. which I've mostly had in movie theaters. They look like gumdrops. Great. Yeah, they're so cute. Yeah. Um, so there are actually specialized pigment cells on their skin called chromatophores that allow them to change color. And it's not like an okay. instant change. You know, have you seen maybe 
octopus or cuttlefish be able to very quickly change their color. These are not that quick. It takes a few days for it to change color. But still, it's really, really interesting. And those bumpy little like candy dot looking things are actually called tubercules, which uh, sounds less appealing than candy dots. But yeah, they, they are fleshy projections that grow on their skin. And when you look at coral and you try to find these little guys, if you're not zoomed in on it, it is very difficult. They are very good at camouflage. Good for them. I expect nothing less from my favorite <laughs> tiny seahorses. And if people don't know, I'm mostly repulsed by most sea creatures. And I like this one. You know what I mean? This is a very cute sea creature. I found the friendliest looking sea creature that I could uh, for you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of friendly creatures, <laughs> friendly creatures, spiders. <laughs> I like spiders. I think they're cute. Um, most people do well, I don't know. I guess I don't know how many people don't think they're cute. I would assume most, but maybe maybe the world's turning around on spiders. Right. Maybe we're, we've got a spider revolution. But I want to talk about a spider <laughs> who is so fashionable, very Barbie, very pink, and likes to match its outfit with flowers. Oh, fantastic. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. humans can't be the only ones. No. Makes sense. Look. Humans love flowers, but so do so many other animals, and they also like to match their fashion with flowers. So Tomisus onustus is a spider, also known as a crab spider or a flower crab spider, found in Eurasia. It's pretty small. It's only about 7 to 11 millimeters, which is under half an inch big. So if you're scared of spiders, this is a, this is a little one, not, not, not too I... menacing. Um, I have a I have a creative note for this species. Yes, which is flower crab spider, much stronger name than crab spider. Just switch to that. Like it's. Sorry, you kind of broke up. It's like dropping the the off of Facebook. Like just switch to flower crab spider. Don't don't leave that crab spider branding laying around as an option. Flower crab <laughs> is a hundred times nicer and more marketable. That's my note uh, in this like Silicon Valley cafe or whatever. I'm Justin Timberlake in the movie The Social Network now. Yes. Uh, add the flower instead of drop the the. <laughs> flower crab spider. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, thank you for marketing this. This is kind of the most important you got part of this spiders. I think spiders do just need more marketing and fewer people would be afraid of them. So flower yeah, crab spiders. Like crab spider sounds like just a hundred stabby points yeah. on an animal. But crab flower spiders, crab spider... Yeah. It sounds like a lady with an orchid in her hair, you know, yeah, way you, better. You know, it's funny because like crab spiders are actually typically very pretty, very beautiful. There's and I, I don't know, I find <laughs> I th find them quite appealing. They're they're not nearly as menacing as you would think that they are. So, yeah, they are found nice. in U Eurasia. They actually live in a symbiotic yeah. relationship with flowers. So they will feed on insects that can harm the flower. They also benefit from the flower because the flower attracts insects and this spider crab um sorry this crab spider can actually eat those insects and if they can't find any insects to eat they can sip on the nectar of the flower so they benefit the flower by protecting it and the flower benefits oh. them by providing them with food and just like the pygmy seahorse that we talked about earlier they can detect the color of the flower that they've chosen as their home and over the course of a few days, they can actually change their color to match the flower. So 
it is amazing. Oh. So this also means that this species can come in a variety of different colors from pink to yellow to kind of orange colors, sort of purple colors. Uh, but yeah, a lot of them are pink because there are a lot of pink flowers. That's and that's so Barbie to me, like not just being pink, but making the active choice of pink and selecting yeah. it and making it your thing. That's very, very Barbie. Good job. Yeah, it's very Barbie, very Barbie. Um, I, I having not seen the Barbie movie, I assume the conclusion is that we should all be wearing pink. And I think that is what Greta Gerwig is probably aiming for, that like pink is a great color that we should all choose to wear. <laughs> yeah, she's taken a side in the, I don't know, Pantone Wars or paint store decisions. Yeah. I, I don't know where these color fights are happening, but I, I'm in favor of her uh, taking a stand. Very brave. Uh, just full on fist fights in the, the paint aisle of Lowe's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So not only can they change the pigmentation and structure of their cells to change their color in a way that is visible to humans, they can also change the ultraviolet light that they reflect to match their flower. Thus, they are actually camouflaged for birds and other insects that see UV light. So they have completely matched their flower, both in the visible spectrum for humans and the UV spectrum for birds and other insects. And this is very important because they don't want to get eaten by birds and they want to eat insects. So being invisible to birds and insects provides them both with protection and the ability to ambush an unsuspecting bug who comes to a flower thinking it's going to get a nice snack, but then becomes a snack. Oh. Yeah. This, okay. So it does have the powers of the movie character, The Predator. Yes. Which has always needed a Barbie extension, we have all felt. We've all known this. Oh, like, why fight Alien when you can fight or team up with Barbie? And uh, I think I think we finally achieved it here. Gosh, a pink predator would look so fly. I love that. I really love that for him. Yeah. Her? I'm not sure. I guess them. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to... The predator, it's never explicitly said what gender the predator is. But yes, I, I love that <laughs> for the predator. Right. The predator is a spectrum. We all know this. Uh. <laughs> oh man, a pink a pink predator would be just so boss. I love that. Uh, so we're gonna take yeah. a quick break, and when we return, we are gonna talk about an animal who is pink. Seems like it comes straight from a Lisa Frank notebook, but it's incredibly metal. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. So we are back, and uh, do you remember Lisa Frank and all of those colorful notebooks back in? Yeah. I want to say the '90s was when that was the main the main era of Lisa Frank. Of course, the artist who made those beautiful rainbow colored notebooks with really bright colors, lots of cute animals, rainbows, pandas, puppies, and dolphins and horses. Yeah, I didn't possess them but i i had classmates who did and you can't miss them if anyone in your class has one you'll notice yeah and yeah and i i, I like was happy for them i i didn't I, I i think i knew some guys who were like oh that's girly but like it was just fine it was cool yeah it was just it was just colorful animals Very lively. i don't understand i don't understand how colorful animals is girly but you know sure fine i'm happy to claim that i'm happy to claim yeah, all the colorful a- animals and keep them for myself it's a big win for girls, yeah. Yeah, that's great. exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, only <laughs> girls like ponies and dolphins. Like, dude, we get horses and dolphins. Wow. All right, fine. <laughs> Leaving it on the table, we'll take them. Ice cream is for girls. Okay, thank you. We'll also <laughs> take cake. Good. We'll take cookies. Thank you uh... <laughs> very much. Uh, yeah. So there is actually in reality a pink dolphin and not just one pink dolphin but a whole species of pink dolphins wow okay oh yeah i'm seeing the picture here wow yep it's just pink yeah uh, cool yeah turns great. out that lisa frank is <laughs> not making up pink dolphins pink dolphins exist these are the amazon river dolphins found of course can you guess where Amazon River dolphins. Yeah. Uh, let's say the Amazon River. Great. <gasps> Alex, you're so smart. <laughs> yes, they are found in the Amazon River. They grow to become pink as they mature into adults. Males are pinker than females. Take that status quo. Uh, the idea that pink is a girl color and not a boy color. Dolphins do not see it that way. Pink is very much uh, more of a, I mean, females do get a little pink on them, but males are far more pink. I I know we were joking about where is it located with the Amazon River, but I still kind of wanted to say Miami. This has (laughs) Miami energy to me. It's in the water. It's bold. It's just out there being itself. It feels like the opposite of camouflage somehow. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. No, it is. It has real speedboat energy, you know? It's good. (laughs) It does definitely look like an inflatable pool toy, uh, but it's a, you know, it's not a friendly inflatable pool toy because the reason that they're pink is actually very metal. 
Uh, as their skin is worn down, so they actually start out gray. When they're babies, when they're juveniles, they're gray. But as they get a number of abrasions uh, through kind of knocking around, roughhousing, even fighting with each other, these abrasions form the scar tissue. So they, you know, form the scar tissue very easily, which turns pink. And so this is okay. the reason that males tend to be pinker than females is that males are more aggressive. They roughhouse, they fight more often. And so they have built up this layer of battle pink. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Now we have the, the competitor of the crider, uh, spider crab predator. I couldn't yes. even say its name. I'm so terrified. Spider of crab predator. Yeah, it can battle the, the battle pink dolphin. Battle pink. Yeah, I thought this, I, hmm, I don't know if I'm exactly right about this, but I thought that Pink was considered the boy's color at some point because pink was considered just the younger version of red. And red was a manly color because red is blood and blood is in war and war is for boys. <laughs> yeah, it does make as much sense as any cultural belief about gender and colors of the spectrum because yes. <laughs> all the colors are for everybody. It's sort of like Lisa Frank fundamentally. It's for everybody. And so, <laughs> sure, that makes sense. Victorians, who I believe picked that. Sounds sure, like you're trying not? to turn our kids into dolphins. <laughs> That's true. That's just straight up true. That's my main issue uh, and my main goal. A dolphin I think agenda. Be great. A finda agenda. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Actually, male dolphins... I'm doing it on porpoise. Anyway, go on, go on. Uh <laughs> so one of the theories is that really pink male dolphins are attractive to females because it shows that they are battle-tested, which, you know, it's like this is... Being pink is like being a, sort of a scarred-up Viking in the dolphin world. So, you know, gosh, now I'm thinking nice. of pink Vikings, and I love that too. Yeah, that would have been good. Why not? Why not? Ah, uh, just like yeah. can you imagine a pink pink beard with all the little like braids in it, pink helmet? I know they didn't wear the little horned helmets, but can you imagine a pink one? That'd be fun. <laughs> in the in the sitcom, they had a bunch of white gear, and then one red sock got into the laundry. <laughs> there you go, you know. And they're like, I can't believe we have to sack a monastery looking like this. Yeah, oh, we feel so silly. But then it becomes <laughs> the most feared color in the whole Nordic seas. Yeah, they <laughs> they learn from one of their victims. Don't worry, you're still cool, and they have a heartwarming moment. But also, it's a Viking raid on a monastery. <laughs> That's but just yes, history for you. That's exactly. how exactly this is true history. And yes, so the so pink dolphins are basically the battle scarred Vikings of the dolphin world. So another pink South American animal is the roseate spoonbill bird found in the southern parts of North America, as well as in South America. It is beautiful. I actually think it is in some ways more gloriously pink than the flamingo. It is a just fantastic looking bird. It is. I Last time I was at a zoo, they had a lot of flamingos, and they are paler than you think in your imagination and in your mental picture. Flamingos yes. are, are sort of a pastel almost, and the spoonbill is really bold. Yes. It's, it's got the Lisa Frank going. It has got the Lisa Frank look going on. They live in both fresh and salt water in coastal regions, and like the flamingo, their pink coloration is from their diet, which is high in carotenoids. 
So these are found in abundance in crustaceans, insects, plants, and mollusks. The spoonbill will also feed on frogs, fish, and newts. So it'll pretty much eat anything it can get in a spoonbill that is small enough and slurpable enough. Yeah, I that seems technically difficult, like trying to pick up a frog with a spoon. I know it's different, <laughs> but also in my head it's not. So, wow, very impressive. <laughs> but imagine if the spoon was tongs, like sort of a salad. You know, like those salad tossers, it's like a spoon. I guess there's also a fork on it oh. and there's sort of tongs. So now you get Okay, now it's you're a tong bill. Great. Yeah, a tong yeah. bill. It should be called the tong bill. Come on, guys. Uh, but yeah, it's called the spoon bill yeah. because of its long spoon-shaped bill. Its body shape overall looks kind of like a heron, except for this flat, long spoon-like bill. Its neck is a little thicker than a heron, perhaps. Um, and of course, it has beautiful, bright pink feathers. Uh, and they use that spoon bill by kind of swishing it side to side in the water, uh, catching and filtering prey through that spatula-like structure. And just, they look absolutely fabulous doing it. Yeah, the other day I saw a heron take off, you know, and it, it's like beholding an angel. I would yes. really like to see a spoonbill take off now. That would be great. An angel with a big... I'll probably go look it up. An angel yeah. with tongs for a face. Honestly, still more yeah. majestic and ethereal than the biblical description of angle angels being just... <laughs> Eyeballs and wings. Eyeballs and wings. <laughs> yeah, no tongs, no pink. Come on. Come on, Bible. Let's yeah. punch this up. I had like notes it's... for the flower crab spider, and I have notes for, I guess, Revelation is where they do a lot of the angel descriptions. <laughs> anyway, there we go. If a biblical angel came to me with its hundreds of eyes and wings and stuff and said, be not afraid, I'd still be afraid. Whereas if an angel came to me and it had a big old yeah, spoon for a bill and was like, yeah. be not afraid, I'd be like, no, dude, I'm not afraid. You're great. Just a, <laughs> just a little note, just a little like, you know, constructive critique for the Bible. <laughs> like pressing the button on some kind of home security system and then realizing this will still be a difficult call. I don't know how to explain this to the home security people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about a beautiful Barbie with legs for literally days. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. So, Alex, what if we took a millipede and made it fashion, huh? What if? What if? (laughs) What if we do it? Let's do it. So, uh, there is a millipede (laughs) that is very real and very much exists called the Shocking Pink Dragon Millipede, also known as Desmoxides purposia. It's actually pretty new. Wow. On the books, it was first documented in 2007. That doesn't mean it's when it was discovered. It's the first time it's sort of been documented in modern biology. That's a, I'm seeing a picture of this. That's astounding. Yes. It's a very visible insect. It's very visible. It's very, very pink. Extremely pink, one might say. Shockingly pink. Yeah, it's like if we discovered Barbie last year, and that's what the movie's about. Like, it's an Indiana Jones-style picture about, can you believe we found (laughs) an entire pink dream house? Like, I think we would have found this sooner, but okay, sure. I like the idea that this is a primordial Barbie. Like, Barbie goes through stages of evolution (laughs) to reach Barbiehood. And this is just, this looks like the primordial billion-year-old Barbie uh, and it's both horrifying and very fashionable. Yeah, like like the first Barbie dream boat grows wheels to walk on land as a dream car. You know, <laughs> it's some kind of weird Cronenberg evolution. I yes. like it. Yeah, this is this is like if Cronenberg directed the Barbie movie, which yeah. honestly, <laughs> hmm, that might be good. That might be real good. So this beautiful... They, they should have titled the Barbie movie Crimes from the Future. That would make <laughs> sense. That would be a fun, different title for it. Fashion Crimes from the Future. So <laughs> this shocking pink dragon millipede, and I'm not adding, I'm not the one adding in the shocking pink. That is in its name. Shocking pink dragon millipede. Uh, it lives in the Utai Benai yeah. province in Thailand. Uh, it's found in forests, just kind of lurking okay. among the leaf litter floor. Apparently, they emerge in the rain like some kind of glorious fashion show that happens, except that it's a little bit creepy. I'm into that. I I have oddly begun reading about fancy French fashion shows by like top designers, and there tends to be some really elaborate staging right. that you would never know about without reading about it. So this makes sense. Yeah, some kind of waterfall effects in the and the theming. Yeah, into it. Well... Fashion Week, call me when your fashion show has a bunch of leaf litter and your models like crawl out of the leaf litter uh, with <laughs> so many legs. Then I'll pay attention. 
So this millipede is not just beautifully fashionable with over 50 long, slender pink legs. It is also covered in menacing pink spikes. It's punk. It's pink. Nice. It's pink punk. It's truly, it's cartoon colored. Like it's it's brighter yeah. than the spoonbill. It, I, I feel like we've in, increased the um, saturation of the pink yeah. as we've spoken, which is great. As as I looked down our various photos of animals, it just keeps getting more Barbie. It, it keeps, keeps getting, getting more Barbie. Angeline, if people know that L.A. reference. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm at the Angeline. I'm at the Barbie show. I'm at the Hot Topic <laughs> Angeline Barbie show combination. <laughs> and then you need special protective sunglasses like the Oppenheimer characters to look at it. It's too you pink. Really it's too do. bright. Uh, you may also want some Oppenheimer protection from this because not only is it fabulous, it is very dangerous to eat. It is toxic. So it produces a toxic hydrogen cyanide compound in a series of glands, which are very, very toxic when eaten. And so this pink coloration is wow. not just so it can show up to a Barbie premiere looking the best. Uh, it is so other animals won't eat it because they look at that and that is a back off pink. This is a I am toxic. You don't want any of this pink. It's kind of I mean, it's the pink that Britney Spears was serving in her toxic music video. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, it's it's almost exactly that outfit and maybe texture as I look at it. It really, wow, this is just a Britney Spears bug. That's good. Yeah, That's cool. it really is pink punk. And I, I, I love her for this, this millipede. Uh, she, she is, as the kids say, serving it. I think that's what the kids say. <laughs> I think they say serving. I think they say, they might still say fire. Um, sure, yeah. Yeah. But don't serve this bug at dinner. Ooh. Oh, no. No, because you'll get very sick. So, yeah, this actually, apparently, they kind of smell like almonds, which, again, like, she's pink what? and she's got <laughs> almond perfume and she's covered in spikes. But the almond perfume is deadly because cyanide has a slight al sweet almondy smell. It's kind of a bit. It's definitely bitter tasting. Oh, um, no. You don't want to eat it. Uh, but yeah, apparently it kind of smells a little bit like almonds. Um, so yeah, it is when you have a warning coloration that is also known as apisemitism. Uh, so maybe we've got Barbie all wrong. Maybe the pink uh. coloration is telling you don't eat the Barbie. It's full of cyanide. Warning. Do not play. Warning. <laughs> warning. <laughs> I have heard that Mattel is incredibly <laughs> litigious. So just for the record, Barbies do not contain cyanide. They are safe to play with and maybe eat. No, don't eat them. True. I take that back. Don't eat them. <laughs> just a lot of pink lawyers are going to descend on both our locations. That's how it goes. <laughs> just everyone is from everyone is L from Legally Blonde covered in pink, just absolutely bankrupting me uh, to the point of ruin. But but in pink, with pink. So it's fun. Wow. wow, yeah. She would either extremely work for them or be some kind of opposing force who's their 
like like I feel like Elle would work for the firm opposing Mattel, yeah, and then there's some kind of villain speech true. in the middle of the movie where Mattel says, "We're not so different, you and I." <laughs> and the, you see, like, oh, that's kind of true. They both wear pink. That's, that's true. That's true. We're both uh, wearing pink. Mattel is also like German or Blofeld for yeah. some reason, but I'm into it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Elle from Legally Blonde would note the slight difference in shades of pink that they're wearing to prove that they are actually different. Uh, but yes, you're right. She she would definitely ooh, be. Ooh, yeah. damn you, Woods! Damn you! <laughs> and and she's holding swatches, and you just can't disagree. She's right. She's right. She's got the swatches. Reese Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> uh, Take that German Mattel. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. You want to get in back into the movie game? I mean, she's or she's still back in the movie game. She's never left the movie game. But I'm I'm saying, call us if you want to be in another another one of those legally blonde movies. We got the script already for you. Yeah. I just thought of like. Between taping this and release, oh what? Reese Witherspoon Bill. Oh, <laughs> and I have gotten to see her take off. She is nailing it. Proud of you, <laughs> Reese. Good job. All righty. Well, before we go, Alex, we gotta play a little game. You you, you like games, Alex? You like games? Yes. Yes. This, this is the best game in podcasting. Here we go. <laughs> game is called Guess Who's Squawkin' the Mystery Animal Sound Game. Every week we play a mystery yes. animal sound and you, the listener, and you, the guest, try to guess who is making that sound. It can be any animal in the world, in the entire world, in the oceans, in the world, in the sky, on the land, <laughs> in the trees, in the mountains, wild. anywhere. What do you want from Let's me? Let's bring back wild. In the Mon entire wild. So uh, I always provide a hint because I am so, so nice. Uh, last week's mystery animal sound hint was this. Start your engines, fellas. This speedster is revving up, but running is not exactly what's on his mind. Alex, did you hear that beautiful sound? <laughs> I did. And from, from the hint, I feel like no legs. So sorry, shocking pick millipede. It's not you. You're out. Uh, <laughs> I, is it some kind of, I'm imagining those elephant seals with the big things on their faces that help Ooh, them make noise. Is it one of those? The big proboscises. That's a good guess. Yeah. It's wrong, but it's a good guess. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I got that feeling. That's okay. <laughs> So I feel like perhaps I have misled you with my clue because not only does it have legs, it has some of the most impressive legs in the animal kingdom because this is the booming call of a male ostrich who is very turned on. Congratulations to Auntie Ooh. B and Joey B who both guessed cool. correctly. Cool. Wow. This is specifically the call of the male ostrich. Females do not make this call. Um, and he is doing it because he sees a lady he is trying to impress. So ostriches are incredibly impressive runners. Uh. They may be flightless, but it can go over 40 miles per hour around, which is around 70 kilometers per hour. They are the fastest terrestrial bird. So... Males will offer wow. this booming call to attract females, but that's not it. Their mating ritual is 
fascinating and intricate and very silly. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll bet. They're already 99% silly looking as it is, so <laughs> the mating has got to be funnier. <laughs> so the male will make this like moo, moo, moo call until he has attracted the attention <laughs> of a female, but that's not good enough for her. Uh, she wants to test his mettle, and so she will lead him on a ceremonial chase where she runs away from him and he chases her. Now, this is he's not actually chasing her in an aggressive manner, and she's still in control of the situation, even though it might look like she's running away from him and he's chasing her. It is more of a ritual. And she will see if he can keep up with her to make mm, sure okay. he has good stamina and is a, a fit prime male. Um, so she will slow down <laughs> and maybe she's interested, maybe she's not. Uh, but to try to really seal the deal, the male will unfold his wings and perform a sexy dance for her. He'll get on his knees, which nice. his knees are kind of actually his ankles, like what we look at and it seems like backwards knees are ankles and its knees are like further up. Um, but uh, he will get down, lift his wings up and kind of flap them consecutively, like doing a little bit of the wave. And he will roll his head and his neck around and around. It's a very impressive dance. Yeah, it sounds like it. This is great. And it yeah. is... <laughs> It's it's funny because it is very clearly a sensual dance. I feel like sometimes when you see a mating dance from an animal, you're like, that doesn't seem sexy. This one is like, yeah, he's trying to do a sexy dance for sure. It do, it sounds like the dances that a lot of human guys do when they're just trying stuff. Yeah. You know? Like it, it's like, what if I get down like this and wiggle like this? And you just see them try it on the, the floor at a wedding or something. And they're like, look, we're all getting creative. We're all experimenting. And uh, I'm into it. Great. I'm doing the ostrich. Yeah, it, it's it's a little funny, especially because they have such glorious fan-like feathers. They look, it looks a little bit burlesque, to be honest, which is great. And <laughs> he'll also do these cute little trots to impress the female where he's holding his little wings out, well, big wings really, and and fluttering his feathers and does this like cute little like tippy tap trot. Uh, it is the most dainty looking thing and it's incredibly cute. Uh, if the female is impressed, she'll actually sort of flutter her wings in a seductive fashion and then they will mate. So it is quite a charming and cute mating ritual that these do. Uh, it's, it's, I would definitely look up a video of ostrich mating ritual. It's, it's very good. I, I like that the female part is to my human mind so much more normal. Yeah. Like one wing flutter. Yeah. That makes total sense. That's how I assume all birds express attraction. And yeah. then the guy is like, <laughs> step seven is I waggle my wings in a different angle. It's just really <laughs> wild and weird. Great. <laughs> it's like just... Doing the worm, it's doing the robot, like yeah. <laughs> like wiggling, gyrating, everything, working up a sweat, out of breath, and the female just kind of gives the equivalent of like thumbs up, good job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like good job doing seventeen different ostrich Fortnite dances <laughs> that are also sexual. I will briefly assent. 
good. <laughs> oh, man. Such a tryhard. Poor tryhard ostrich. Well, Alex, on to this week's mystery animal sound. The hint is this. Don't get too cocky. Yes. You may have to think further back to get this one right. Yeah, okay. So, Alex, can you guess who is making that sound? That was... I I appreciate your hint, because I, it sounds like a rooster. But, from your hint, think farther back. Well, and people have encouraged us to do a sif about chickens. I don't mean to keep bringing up sif, but <laughs> you said you should definitely do chickens. Oh, yeah, please and don't bring... briefly looking at chickens. bring up our other podcast <laughs> that we're on, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. It sure would be a shame if people checked out our other podcast called... Yeah. Secretly incredibly fascinating. Uh, but uh, but but so I'm gonna say some sort of is my guess. Alex, you are absolutely correct, but I am going to bleep you out. Yes. People will know that you are correct, but they won't know what you said. So you get all of the smugness without the spoiler. Oh, sick! This is the best best of all worlds for me, and you <laughs> folks get to keep playing. Play on. And- you get to keep guessing. If you want to guess, you can send yes. me an email at creaturefeaturepod at gmail.com. I uh, will reward the three fastest guessers with the best reward of all time. I say your name on the podcast and I'd be like, good job. Uh, isn't that worth more than money? <laughs> you know, a moment of me saying like, good job, thumbs up. Um but yes, uh, please do send me your guesses. And of course, if you have animal-related questions, you can always send them to me at creaturefeaturepod at gmail.com as well. I will occasionally do listener questions episodes. And if you write me a question, I might read it on the show. And if you're lucky, even answer it. Uh, Alex, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today. Mm, I wonder where people can find you. It. It's always the best. And I don't know if we've mentioned Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, which is a podcast <gasps> that? that I'm thrilled Katie Golden co-hosts with me every week. I do. And it's it's just a blast. If you search Secretly in your podcast app, it comes up. It's the red one, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. It's just, yes. it's just the best time. It's a podcast that I am on, and I guess Alex too, but it's really good, and you should check it out, and we talk <laughs> about things. And the best part is... I don't do the research. I sit back <laughs> and let Alex do all the work. Uh, but I'm there and I say things. And and you know so much from among other things making this show. It, it's it makes it's just been such a rich experience to get to make it with you every week Aww. and it's been a blast. Thank and Katie you. was on like the first ever taping, which became the second episode about cattle. She's she's there from early on too. It, it's, it's that's right. Fun. I was in on the ground floor of the Sith Empire. That's that's uh, it was a worthwhile investment. <laughs> but yes, do check that out. Enjoy the Bobby movie. <laughs> I'm gonna see it. See if this episode is even relevant. Uh, and then next week, <laughs> if all goes to plan, did you did you pronounce Barbie like the Australian Bobby. slang Barbie? Like I mean, the Bobby. For me, it's, like, for me it's, like sort it's a little a Margot Robbie joke like, there. I like it. Like Barbara. <laughs> Babra Streisand kind of thing, but it could also be Australian. I see where you're going with that. Uh, oh. <laughs> but yes, next week we'll do we'll we'll do one in uh, <laughs> honor of Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. Uh, you know that one will certainly be lighthearted and fun. 
But yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, I'll figure out some connections between <laughs> animals and explosions that are bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet they'll all be more positive than the atomic bomb. So that's going to be a fun episode. <laughs> it's going to be good. I can almost guarantee that uh, they will be less depressing than the atomic bomb. Almost guarantee it. So I will catch you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show and you leave a rating or review, I read every single rating. Wait, I read reviews and I appreciate ratings and they really do help out the podcast. Thanks to the Space Cossacks for their super awesome song, Exolumina. Uh, Creature Feature is a production of the iHeartRadio Network. If you want to listen to more podcasts like the one you just heard, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or guess what? Wherever you listen to your favorite show. I don't care. I don't judge. Enjoy. Enjoy the movies. Enjoy the, enjoy the Barbie movie. Uh, and see you next Wednesday. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.